Ardent Muse, the podcast. Welcome back to the Ardent Muse. On this segment, I will be telling a captivating tale of the fallen angel, Lucifer. Join me as we delve into the dramatic descent of this once glorious celestial being, from his rebellious nature to his ultimate exile in the depths of hell. We'll discover the twisted brotherhood he forms with other fallen angels, his reign over a hellish kingdom and the eternal struggle between good and evil that his story embodies. So be prepared to be captivated by the fascinating journey of Lucifer, the embodiment of all darkness, and the choices that shape our own destinies today. The story begins when God creates the world. And on the second day, he creates the heavens. And inside the heavens, he created the cherubs, the angels. The archangels were socially the highest rank of all the angels. He created these angels with free will. They were free to serve him, to do what they thought were correct in his words, in God's words. So they were in charge of all these other angels to guide them. And amongst his archangels was the being known as Lucifer, twin to Michael, and was the highest archangel of all. He was described as being the most beautiful creature because he was a twin to Michael. Michael was the most beautiful angel. And Lucifer and him were identical. And... The two of them were different looking than the others. They had this this very specific, beautiful creature, these splendid features being almost perfect. It was perfect. They were perfect in every way. But Lucifer was so perfect that he knew that he was different than the other angels. He held a lofty position among the other celestial hierarchies. His radiance shining brighter than anyone else, he had this charismatic presence, a magnetic charm to him. Lucifer captivated the hearts and minds of all the other angels. They all looked up to him. They followed, you know, his, his way because they knew that they, that he was serving God and they believed everything that he said. Um, but despite the elevated status, Lucifer yearned for something more. Deep within his soul, a seed of discontent began to grow and he became greedy and selfish and, and jealous. He wanted to become God. He wanted to overturn the Lord and be God. He questioned the very nature of his existence, his purpose, and the limitations placed upon him by the divine. 
and his pursuit of freedom of will because God gave them free will. God gave each and every single one of them free will because he had faith that they would follow him. But did God know what was going to happen? Did God give this free will to the angels to see how they would have reacted or how they would have acted when this event was going to occur? I think it was a trial of God. And Lucifer began began to challenge the established order. He sought to break free from the predetermined path laid out for him for him and the angels. And he wanted to explore the vast possibilities that existed beyond. But this audacious desire for autonomy set him on a treacherous path. And the other arch- the other archangels and the Son of God noticed this. They saw this change. They saw him preaching to the other angels. And the Son of God went to him and humbly spoke with him, telling him, This is not the way. This is not the way. Turn your turn your turn your face to us again. Don't don't turn your back to us. But Lucifer at this point was so thirsty for independence to, that he wanted to grow stronger. He was so prideful and arrogant. In his delusion, he believed himself capable of surpassing the divine and becoming equal or even superior. And this rebellion against the natural order of things caused a rift within the heavenly realms, shaking the foundation of peace and love. And this is what that spiritual warfare was. This is where the war began. See, Lucifer was um, very jealous of the humans. Humans were just nearly created by God. And he viewed these humans as inferior beings. He resented the fact that God had given them a special affection and granted them free will, not knowing that he had that same free will. The free will was a test by God to see who was going to follow him and who was going to sin. And God knew that upon these angels, just like on earth, they were going to be the ones that stayed on the path and they were going to be the ones that strayed off the paths the path so lucifer saw this as a slight against his own superiority as an angel and questioned why humans were given such privilege so and see lucifer was so discontent when he witnessed the immense love and devotion that god received from the other angels he was jealous of it This intensified his feeling of being overlooked and unappreciated. The angels were followers of God. They looked up to Lucifer, but Lucifer wanted them, he wanted to be number one. Just like here on earth, we stride to, you know, be the best version of ourselves. But then there's the ones that take it way over the top. They want to be better than everybody else. They want to have greater accomplishments. They want to succeed more than others. Instead of everybody being humble and staying, you know, at one level and just helping each other, you know, get through life, there's always that, that, that Lucifer. There's many Lucifers.
the seeds of rebellion began. Lucifer was planting his seeds. He was so jealous that God um, loved the human beings so much and that the human beings loved him back, these new creation of his, that he wanted those humans. He wanted the humans to love him instead. He was so up on a high horse, this guy, he really wanted everyone. He wanted everyone's attention. He wanted even, now he wanted the human beings. So this started to um, consume his, his pride and desire for power. He yearned to surpass his fellow angelic beings and even, um, and even start to set up little camps inside heaven where they were going to plan on over, overthrowing God. These dark thoughts grew stronger like whispers in the wind, fueling his descent into darkness. The news of Lucifer's rebellion reached the heavens. A fierce battle erupted between him and the loyal angels that remained true to the divine. And Archangel Michael led all the other angels to confront Lucifer and his followers in a catalysm clash of light and shadow. The Big Bang, right? Sounds like, but it's not. Despite their determination, Lucifer's manipulative nature proved to be formidable. Adversary. Adversary. Satan. Satan is adversary in Hebrew. This is why uh, he was given that name. The battle raged on for what felt like eternity, casting bolts and celestial lightning across the heavens. And... For more strength, Lucifer began to uh, transform into a dragon and he continued his battle and fought. That's why in many scriptures, I don't have them here and I don't know, I don't have them memorized, otherwise I would recite them, but there's scriptures where, I think it's in Ezekiel, um, he mentions how the dragon was then casted out of heaven. Uh, and the forces of heaven prevailed and the rebels were casted down below. And that began his descent into the darkness. The descent into darkness. As Lucifer was casted out of heaven, and I do have to uh, correct myself because I had mentioned earlier that there was a verse from Ezekiel. It was actually from the book of Revelations, which I am starting to get into now. And I'm still really confused um, with all of this because I'm trying to connect the dots on where everything makes sense. And a lot of it is making sense. But the more that I read, like the Revelations, Jobs, all their verses and their stories recounted it's all starting to um, piece together. So I apologize if I do um, make a mistake on pronunciation of words or if I read a scripture that I accidentally uh, quote from you know someone else. I'm still I'm still learning, but I'm bringing this all to you as I am you know journeying through it. The descendant into darkness in the book of Revelations. It's um, written. Now war rose in heaven. 
Michael and his angels fighting against the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought back, but he was defeated, and there was no longer any place for them in heaven. And the great dragon was thrown down. The dragon had seven heads, ten horns, and on his heads, seven diadems, which I don't know what they are, but I'm going to learn. Uh, it was a red dragon, and there was no longer any place for, for him and his followers on, in heaven. And the great dragon was thrown down. That ancient serpent who's called the devil and Satan, the deceiver of the whole world, was thrown down to the earth. And this is where I get shocked. I'm like, the earth? And his angels were thrown down with him to earth. So then this brings me to the revelations where they talk about the Nephilims, Nephilims, I don't know how to pronounce it, the angels that came down to earth and had babies with the human beings and these creatures were born half half uh, fallen angels half human so i'm still learning all of this it's very interesting and i think you all should look into it and and read about it as well because it just gets wild um he was thrown down to earth and he, uh and the revelation says, I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brothers has been thrown down. Who accuses them day and night before our God are thrown down and they have conquered him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives even unto death. There's the book of Enoch, which talks about the Nephilims, 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 um, how they came to earth. And Enoch was taken by God. He was a, a believer and follower of, of God. And uh, he was so good and so pure that God literally took him, went to him one night and took him to the heavens. We'll get into that one day. There's so many different stories that I want to share with you. So as, he, as Lucifer has um, found himself in his, his new home, uh, he fell into grace. Uh, he's fallen from grace, found himself in depths of the underworld with his once radiant wings now tainted black. He looked upon the desolate landscape that would become his, his eternal domain. It was there that he was given the name Satan the embodiment of all evil and darkness. In the darkness, in the darkest corners of hell, which was mentioned in Revelation that it was earth, so I'm trying to figure that out still, Satan discovered that he was not alone in his exile. But alongside him resided countless other fallen angels. All the angels that were following him up in heaven were casted out too, not just him. Once great beings, just like him, who had succumbed to their own desires and pride, were casted out. And together they formed a twisted brotherhood, bound by their shared guilt and remorse. Among his companions, Satan found solace in the company of a powerful fallen angel who had been a trusted confidant 
during uh, the time of Lucifer's rebellion. Beelzebub, which is also an angel, a fallen angel, was captivated by the allure and power and the willingly, willingly followed Lucifer into the depths of hell. So not only was he not going to be casted out, he willingly said, no, I'm going to go with him. So just let me go. So God said, okay, Beelzebub, go. You can go with, with Satan in hell. As time passed, Satan and Beelzebub ruled over their hellish kingdom with an iron fist, spreading chaos and despair. They reveled in the suffering of souls and relished in their newfound roles as tormentors. They loved it. And this is why they wanted the human beings, because the human beings were followers of God. This is way before the coming of Christ. This is way before everything else was written. This is Adam and Eve time. This was the new creation. And Satan wanted to torment them. Satan wanted to put sin into them. So the revel, they reveled in the suffering of souls and relished in their newfound roles as these tormentors. However, deep within their hearts that they, that they didn't have anymore, a glimmer of regret remained buried beneath the layers of anger and hatred. And so the descendant Lucifer from heaven to hell echoed throughout eternity, forever shaping the destiny of both heaven and earth. And in the book of Jobs, he mentions that Satan still had access to heaven and he occasionally would go back there. He, God would open the gates and all the angels would walk in and, and Satan would walk right in. And God would say, what are you doing here? He goes, oh, I've been coming back and forth from heaven and earth just to check in. And they say that Lucifer was casted out completely where he was not able to come back when Christ died. So I'm, I'm also reading on that as well. So he, he echoed throughout eternity in hell, forever shaping this destiny. And the story of this fallen angel reminds us of the eternal struggle between good and evil today on earth and what we go through and the choices that we make that lead us down a path of redemption or despair. So here on earth, it's replaying basically what happened up in heaven. And we are at free will to decide who we want to follow. Are we going to follow the path of God or are we going to follow the path of Satan? That's up to you to decide. So now Satan found himself consumed by his desire for revenge against God. Determined to continue to betray and torment him, he hatched a new plan to claim the soul of human beings, us here on earth. He realized that in order to truly taunt God, he needed to show him that humans were easily swayed towards darkness. And it's true. There are humans that are very weak, that are easily brought down the path to sin. So he set on a mission to tempt these individuals and persuade them to give up their faith and embrace sinful desires. 
using his seductive charm and cunning intellect to deceive these people. He disguised himself as a charismatic figure capable of fulfilling every human desire. He walks among us today. There are many that walk among us today that are followers of him. He placed himself in positions of power and influenced targeting those who were vulnerable or seeking something more in life. That's the path I was on prior to finding God, is finding my purpose here. I'm a child of God. That's my purpose. I'm here to serve him. I'm here to prove to him that humanity is pure. That's what my purpose is. There's nothing more. With his newfound ability to manipulate us through thoughts and emotions, he carefully crafts scenarios that would test us, our resilience and our faith. He would present us with enticing opportunities and temptations, hoping that we would succumb to his darkest desires. He began to witness the inherent goodness and capacity for redemption within each soul. Some individuals resisted his temptations, choosing the path of righteousness despite the lure of sin. While others initially drawn to his promises ultimately found the strength to turn away from his deceitful ways. And there are individuals that have found redemption, that have turned their back on the darkness and gone back towards the light, towards God's path. And we realize that mortals do have redemption. And as time goes on, these humans us, these individuals, we are transformed. Instead of finding personal gain, we sought to understand that everyone struggles. And we try to help them find their own paths to redemption. That's what my path is here, is to help you all find redemption. In this journey, you know, we were so tormented, but the ultimate goal was to find him, to find the strength to find him. We begin to see the significance of forgiveness, the power of second chances. And as we walk among humanity, we become advocates to redemption, offering guidance and hope to all those that are lost all those that are the lost sheep from the herd. There was a verse that I read and I heard also in church the other day where they state, go and find all the sheep that have been lost. We need more shepherds than sheep. We need more that can guide this, these these flocks of, of sheep. We don't want to be the sheep. We want to be the, the, the shepherds. That That is what we want. And 
by doing that, we are helping them find the path. We are not higher than them. We are equal with them, but we're helping them understand. We're humble enough to understand that they do not know. That's our mission. We are no longer driven by sin and darkness. We are now guided by the light. It serves us as a reminder that even in the face of darkness, there is always a glimmer of hope and potential for redemption. And I strongly suggest all of you to be delivered, to find deliverance and do your best to be the shepherd. Now, I don't know why God did not give the option for Satan to confess all his sins and for Satan to find redemption. I have to still read on that. And if if any of you know why he did not give him that choice, DM me, let me know. Um, It's interesting that we have, you know, choices to redeem ourselves, but those fallen angels didn't. So we are very blessed that we have that. And this concludes this episode. I want to thank you all for tuning in. I hope you found our discussion on this incredible story of how Lucifer was casted out of heaven into hell and how we can learn from his mistakes and find provoking and enlightenment in our path and as I explore more biblical stories and shorts in the future it is my goal to help you recognize these timeless tales and learn from them your support and listenership mean the world to me and I would love to hear your stories and your testimonies if you have a personal connection to any of these stories or if you have insights to share please reach out to me you can find me on instagram at ardentmuse underscore underscore podcast or through Spotify here. You can just hit the follow button. Again, your engagement and feedback are valuable for shaping the future of this podcast. And if you've enjoyed what you heard today, please consider subscribing to the podcast. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram for updates, behind the scenes content, and more enlightening discussions. Thank you once again for your ongoing support, for joining me on this exciting journey And together, let's continue to embrace the knowledge, seek enlightenment, and strive for a balanced existence between light and darkness. Stay curious, stay inspired, and I can't wait to share more enthralling stories with you on the next episodes. Take care.